Welcome to Food Fight, the food podcast where we debate food topics despite having no real culinary knowledge, yet we still defend our uneducated opinions to the death. I am your host, Kirk Pinjohn. I am your other host, Lindsay Gentile. And each week we take one single food theme and we dissect it, discuss it, and debate it within an inch of its life. We offer no answers nor solutions to these food dilemmas, only more chaos. Lindsay! Kirk! Hey, did you sing badly because I was singing badly? Yes. Okay, because I know you can sing. Um, We got some more listener mail that we're going to read right now. You know this is my favorite. And you know that you're not going to like this. Well, I don't care what anyone says. (laughs) Bring it on, bitches! I know that quite well. All right. This is a second... uh, listener mail from our friend Mary Ellen, Wisconsin. She uh, emails back. So she's going to second time. So she says, hi, Kirk and Lindsay. I'm still listening to your podcast and have gotten cravings whenever I'm listening to it. I was listening to the cookie episode and I have to say that oatmeal raisin cookies are delicious. Boo. And that snickerdoodles are my absolute favorite. Mm, I like those. So you take a snickerdoodle over an oatmeal raisin. Hell yes. Okay. You realize this is the second time in a row someone's called you out on your bullshit cookie uh, tastes. I don't care. They can eat them. Doesn't mean I have to. You don't have to, but you can acknowledge that you're wrong. No, I'm pretty much right. (laughs) All the time. Always. And forever. Uh, Mariel goes on to say, also, what's your take on homemade noodles? My take on homemade noodles is yes, please, but I'm never going to make them. Same, but I'll I'll eat them. Bring yes. them on over. Seems like a lot of work. Yeah, it seems like a lot of work, but I bet like if you lived with someone that made homemade noodles, that that's a keeper, oh. right? Oh yeah, yeah. As it, they could do a lot of garbage things, and I'd still be like, well, they make homemade noodles. Ah, oh, yeah, that sounds like a goddamn delight. Yes, yes. Uh, Mayro goes on to say she's having them for her birthday on Saturday, which probably already happened. So happy birthday! And finally, she says she would love for all of us to do an episode on Chinese food because I love Chinese food and think it's the best kind. Do you want to tell her the good news? The good news is we're going to do a Chinese food episode very, very shortly in a couple of weeks. It'll be a wonderful, wonderful surprise and long overdue, long overdue. But we will get into that at another date. But if you have a question or comment, send it to us at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com. And we will read it on the air. If someone wants to email us a third time and say, hey, oatmeal raisin cookies are great. Lindsay doesn't know what she's talking about. That would be great. You know what? And while you're at it, tell us what you think of getting mozzarella sticks at a nice Italian restaurant. (laughs) Notice how no one's ever said that. And you keep lying and saying nice Italian restaurant. And I keep saying. Also, Kirk told me yesterday he doesn't like dogs. (laughs) You are such an ass. (laughs) Oh, now I have to explain that too. I've never said that. And you're throwing these rumors around. It's just fake news. I've never had a dog. So he doesn't care or like them. them. So email <laughs> us about that. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into our poll. Uh, last week we talked bread and I went ahead and just, this was more out of curiosity for me. I went and asked uh, our fans on Yummy on Instagram, is olive, is olive loaf yum or yuck? Mm, yum over here. Yum. Do you want to guess? 
it's, it's a tough guess, right? Could go either way. Mm. I'm going to go 55-45. In favor of yum. In favor of not yum. You're saying yuck won 55 to 45. Yeah. You were all kinds of wrong. Ooh, talk to me. <laughs> yum won. Uh, almost 900 people voted and 61% said that olive loaf is yum. 39% said yuck. Well, look who's right again. <laughs> Everything's coming up, Lindsay. It's, I'm surprised and not surprised. I figured it could really go either way. Um, and the fact that those, those numbers seem right too. It wasn't a blowout like we've had in the past. Yeah. I almost was going to do raisin bread, but I didn't want to hear Ugh. if it was uh, if yuck one, and I didn't. Yeah, want to hear you it didn't. From you. you don't want to open that can of worms. No, not from you, ever. But look out for our food polls every Tuesday morning on our Yummy Instagram pages. That's where they'll be. And Lindsay, before we get started into our big part of the show, let's talk about lemon paste. Yes. Yes. Let's do that. We received, Lindsay and I, some wonderful, wonderful lemon paste from the owners of If and When. And it's not your everyday average lemon paste. This is Meyer lemon paste. And you know what a Meyer lemon is. It's like more <laughs> tart, right? Exact opposite. It's less tart. Just kidding. <laughs> it's that bright, bright, almost fluorescent yellow. That is correct. It's a little, it's a, it's a little less tangy. Uh, it's, but it's very, uh, it's, it's slightly, it's almost like a tangerine meets a lemon mm, mm -hmm. is how it's described. And our good friends at If and When sent us some preserved Meyer lemon paste. Mm. I have tried it. I don't know if you've tried it yet. Here's how we broke it down. They were so lovely to send us three different jars. Uh, they come in Moroccan flavor, cumin garlic, bay leaf black pepper you mm -hmm. took the bay leaf black pepper yes i took the moroccan and cumin garlic uh two days ago my wife and i made grilled chicken with the cumin garlic mm. crazy good yeah crazy crazy good yes did you now you said you were going to try it or you haven't figured out what you're trying with it yet. no i did something crazy with it and it was really, really good. What did you do that's going to make me go, what have you done? So it's very concentrated. So you don't need a lot. It's crazy. What uh, what they say is uh, if and when that it's it's basically concentrated paste. So they take sea salt, Meyer lemons and spices. And then they cure this thing for like six to 18 months and then wow. blend it into a paste. Wow. So it's way, way work intensive. It's almost like wine. It's almost like yeah. you're waiting on making lots. So it's, it's it's real special stuff. So you hadn't did you you did black uh, bay leaf black pepper. Yes, and so you could use it as a spread. You could put it in cocktails, which I mm. haven't done yet. That's what I really want to do. I want to make a Bloody Mary with this. Yes, you're going to do it and come back to us, apparently. I will. I'm going to report back on that. Or you yeah. can marinate like you guys marinated. So yes. what I did was I got crackers and cheese. And oh. instead of doing like a fig jam with mm -hmm. manchego cheese, I did a little bit of this as a spread. And it was muy delicioso. I... Applaud you on that. For a second, I thought you were just going to say, yeah, oh, we take a little sniff. 
Mm, yeah. It smells so good. I thought you were going to say, yeah, I took a cracker and dipped a cracker in it. And I was like, you basic B. No, manchego cheese. It was really good. I mean, it's the flavor is really strong. So you have yeah. to, use if you're going to use it as a spread, use it very sparingly. But the flavor goes a long way. I mean, this this little jar is going to last forever. Yeah, yeah. And that little jar is just a whole lot of love. And yeah, and like we said, it comes in Moroccan. It comes in cumin garlic. It comes in bay leaf, black pepper. So it's all very concentrated. They also, fun fact, uh, they use everything. So they cure the entire lemon, skin, seeds, wow. all of it. So it's even more concentrated and uh, zero cool. waste because our planet's dying. So they even help out on that. Yeah, and they're in glass jars, which is better than plastic. And you know what, too? It's pretty jars. It's very pretty. That's they did a great first, job. That's my first, that was my first note. I was like, oh, pretty jars. I like pretty jars. I'm interested to see how this is as a marinade, like you did. It's real good. You could actually use a little more when you're marinating. Uh, yeah. As opposed to just doing it on the uh, cheese and crackers, so you can use a little more. But it, it's really, really, mm. really good. Yes. So if you guys are interested in it, go to uh, If and When website, which is loveifandwhen.com. That's loveifandwhen.com. They're also on Facebook. They're also on Instagram at buyifandwhen. It's really good stuff. I highly recommend it, uh, especially with the holidays coming. It's a good gift. Because you can use these for literally anything. Uh, yeah. Spreads, chicken, fish, meat, crackers and cheese. Uh, fun fact, if you dare and try a little bit on your finger, your mind's going to be blown because it's way powerful. Yeah, it's yum. Yeah, really yum. It, it's super good. Super good. So thank you, everyone, from uh, If and When Preserved Meyer Lemon Paste. Check it out. Good stuff. And now we're going to do a fucking 180 and talk about frozen Woo! food. Yeah. Yes. We went from, in the span of a second, stuff that's good for the environment. It's good for you. It's artisanal. It has love. And then we went to frozen food. Womp, womp, womp. But you know what? Sometimes you're in a pinch and you got to eat some frozen food. Which is very true and is my first question. Frozen food. Is it a bad rap? Oh, I never, I have to be honest, I never eat frozen food. (laughs) So I'm so glad you bring this up while we're recording and not when I said, hey, we're going to do frozen food for our next episode. No, I've had a lot of frozen food. I mean, I have many opinions about frozen food, but in my lifestyle now as a healthy human, I really try to stay away from frozen foods. Yeah, this is all going to be a lot of sense memory Growing up stuff. Fine. Things yeah. you used to eat, which is good. Um, are they sad? You know, some are sad and some make a lot of sense. True. Are they for alone time? Um, They are for alone time. They are for in a rush and I don't have time to do things time. Or they are for I don't have any food in the house. So this is what we've come to time. Yes, exactly. And they really do fall into two categories that I have found when eating. It's like you're having frozen food and you're like, hey, this is actually pretty good. Or you're like, oh, this is straight trash. Right. It's true. Yeah. It really falls into those two categories. Um, So you would never you would never have frozen food with your special someone. No, that would be crazy. (laughs) That would be bad. 
That would be insane. Yeah. I have frozen things that I will add to meals. Yes. That's a different thing we'll get into, but yes. Yes. With a loved one or a friend. Yes. To sit with a TV dinner together (laughs) makes me feel very sad. Yes. Yes. And like, just like on the couch watching TV or just at a table, not talking. I don't want anyone to feel bad because I think some people work a lot of hours and they're exhausted. But for me personally, if we, if me and my partner were in a habit of eating TV dinners together over and over again, I would be worried about the future of our well-being. As would I. As would I. Well, let's get into a brief history of frozen dinners. This is from the Smithsonian Magazine, published actually just this month. Here we go. This is a lot. In 1925, the Brooklyn-born entrepreneur Clarence Birdseye, you know that name, Birdseye. Yeah, I know that name. Yeah, I didn't know that was a real dude. Invented a machine for freezing packaged fish, later peas, which is what I know the guy for. And then Max and Food Systems of Long Island used Birdseye's technology, and they came up with a double belt freezer to sell the first complete frozen dinners to airlines in 1945. So frozen dinners first started in airlines uh, and then the company's founder, William L. Maxson, was going to start making it available at supermarkets, but then he died. Mm. Then, as we know it, uh, the Swanson Food Company came along and they transformed how Americans ate dinner. And they were the ones that gave us uh, the Hungry Man, that, that huge bomb of food. But yes. fun fact and appropriate for this time – Apparently, the story goes, the Swanson food TV dinners came because of the Thanksgiving turkey. So, again, according to Smithsonian, according to the most widely accepted account, a Swanson salesman named Gary Thomas conceived the the company's frozen dinners in late 1953 when he saw that the company had 260 tons of frozen turkey left over after Thanksgiving sitting in 10 refrigerated railroad cars. Thomas had the idea to add other holiday staples such as cornbread stuffing and sweet potatoes and to serve them alongside the bird in frozen partition aluminum trays designed to be heated in the oven. Hmm. Betty Cronin, Swanson's bacteriologist, Help the meal succeed with her research into how to heat the meat and vegetables at the same time while killing foodborne germs. In 1954, the first full year of production, Swanson sold 10 million trays. And then they went ahead and coined the term TV dinner. Wow. Yeah. You want to hear another row? I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. So these things obviously were so popular. Okay. Apparently, ugh. Some men wrote angry letters to the Swanson Company complaining about the loss of home-cooked meals because their wives weren't cooking them anymore. Oh, isn't it too bad? <laughs> Poor isn't it too not bad? Fair. Not getting my meals. Your wife is so busy; she doesn't have time to wipe your ass anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so that made me laugh. The dudes are like sending angry letters, like your food is making me my wife not cook. Which, Look, I, I get it. I dated a chef thinking that we were getting good food all year round, and I got ramen noodles <laughs> and McDonald's. Right? So I get it. So you side with the angry men of the 1950s. Yeah. The patriarchy <laughs> is real. <laughs> oh. Oh. So bringing it back to uh, right now, present time, 
with restaurants closing because of COVID-19, because we're in a pandemic, Americans are actually snapping up frozen meals more, spending nearly 50% more of them in April 2020 over April 2019. 50% oh, wow. more. Yeah, it's crazy. Thanks, Corona. Um, but specialty stores like Williams-Sonoma, Nostock Gourmet TV Dinners, uh, Ipsa Provisions, which I've never heard of, a high-end frozen food company launched this past February in New York, specializes in, quote, artisanal frozen frozen dishes for a civilized meal any night of the week. Hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Like a luxury frozen meal. It feels like it defeats the purpose. I mean, I'm about it. Like when the pandemic first happened, there's this um, website called Gold Belly. Do you know Gold Belly? I know the name. I don't really know what it does. So it's kind of like if you want to order Illuminati's pizza from Chicago, if you want to order this famous slice from this place, if you want to order, you know, something that's like famous in a certain place or a certain restaurant, you can order it frozen and then heat it up. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm kind of all about that. I mean, why not? If it's good. I just. I guess I feel that if you were going to, if you have the cash to buy a luxury frozen meal, why don't you just buy an actual meal? Right. Like get takeout. Get takeout. Yeah. Yeah. I would just get takeout. Just get takeout. If you're like, I'm busy. I can't, I don't have time to make anything, but uh, I have the cash. Frozen food seems the yeah. not the way to go. That's just me. If I had the money, I'm, I'm down. If it's like this lobster shack in Maine does a mac and lobster mac and cheese, so let's order that, and that has to come frozen because it's coming from far. Like yes. I'm down for that kind of thing, but I think if it's not something so specific and famous in that way, then just order takeout. Yes, because that seems to me not necessarily frozen dinner. That's a yeah. specialty that has to be frozen and sent to you. Otherwise, it goes yeah. that, that seems almost like an elaborate takeout to me. I will say, though, when the pandemic hit, I made so much stew and I put it in the freezer. And if I was like, if shit goes down, I'm going to be eating <laughs> stew for the rest of my life. When the Armageddon comes, I'm going to be fine because I got stew. Yeah. Yeah. See, you're smart. Um, before we get into actual meals, let's bring up something. We're going to do a little due diligence. You brought it up. Uh, but I want to start off at the top of the show. We're talking about dinners and meals. We're not talking necessarily frozen vegetables, which are, mm-hmm. are good on all of its own. Those are great to add to, um, to meals. Same with, uh, frozen fruit. Great mm-hmm. to add. Those should be staples in people's, uh, fridges. Let me ask you a, a quick question about veggies. Cause you yes. mentioned you throw it in, you throw it in food. Uh, to get some extra veg in, which is great. It's like, okay, I'm going to throw some peas or maybe some frozen broccoli or spinach in there just because it's easier. And it's basically the same nutrients. So it's still good for you. That being said, eating frozen veggies on their own without putting in stuff, terrible? Are you okay with it? Terrible. I'm not terrible. okay with it. Yeah. No, I'm not eating a bowl of frozen spinach, but I'll throw no. it in a stew. I even, when I make stew, I use all fresh fresh vegetables except for maybe peas and mm. corn. Yes. Everything but, else is a regular fresh vegetable. Yes. But you're not going to go, hey, I've got these frozen peas. I'll eat a bowl of frozen peas as my vegetable. I would have to be like, 
out of food, not wanting to spend any money and have a shit ton of salt and pepper and all sorts of yes. crazy things on it. Yes. They're throwing some butter on it, maybe some hot sauce just to get it down. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Similarly, fruit. Again, I'm seeing frozen fruit only as a smoothie, right? No, I eat frozen fruit as a dessert. Oh, that's your your mango thing. That's my mango thing. I that's, also do berries sometimes. Yes. I think that's a great, healthy dessert. It's a great way to have dessert when you don't know how to do dessert like Lindsay. When you're doing <laughs> dessert wrong and fucking it up and having uh, fruit for dessert, that's what you should do. Listen, Kirk, some of our listeners might try to be healthy and they don't want to gain a bunch of weight and a bunch of garbage because they care about themselves. So I want to tell those listeners that frozen fruit, especially frozen mango, because the way it freezes is delicious and it tastes like sorbet, highly recommend it as a dessert. I'm saying eat dessert. I'm saying eat frozen fruit. Okay. Well, one of us is better. Than the other Me? <laughs> you don't like dogs. Oh, God damn it. This is not a dog podcast, m'lady. He met my dog and he grimaced. <laughs> I came outside, saw your dog in the car and said, what the fuck is that thing? Jeez, get it away from me. Oh, oh that's great. you. All right. Let's get into some frozen food talk. Um, I have a question. Did you have frozen food pre-microwave days or just based on age? You never really had that. We mostly did frozen frozen foods in the microwave. Okay. So you never had the, speaking of, that beepy means that my uh, special meal for How's It Taste is going to be ready soon. Stay tuned. Um, So yeah, you never lived in the kind of the pre-microwave days just because I'm a little older than you. Yeah, uh, that I found later in life, like, oh, you could actually buy these things and put it in the oven, which is probably more delicious. Oh, my God. You found that out later? Yeah, like at Trader Joe's or like at the supermarket, you could buy a frozen meal and you could put it like we didn't do that ever when I was growing up. You put you throw it in the in the microwave. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny that like almost posthumously you were like, "Oh wait, these microwave meals I can actually put in the oven." Yeah. Oh, see, that's how when I was way way young. That's how we grew up. If you had a TV dinner, was because there were no microwaves, so you just threw that thing in the oven, and it took like a fucking hour. Wow. It took forever, and it got to the point where you're like, "I just want to eat this thing. I want to yeah. eat it." And then it would come out and then you'd be like, well, now I got to wait like 10 more minutes because it's so fucking hot. Right. And everything is just a waiting game pre-microwave days with frozen food. I'm going to say, I don't know if I've ever had a frozen meal that I put in the oven ever in my life. Okay. I'm going to ask you this in a little bit just to see if you remember, because this is a question for later in like two minutes. But uh, before that, did you ever see the movie Risky Business? Yes. Okay. There's a great scene in it where Tom Cruise is home alone and he's made a TV dinner and he takes it out of the tray, but it's not properly heated. So it's like a big popsicle. Mm. And instead of reheating it like a dumb guy, he just starts licking it like a popsicle and that's his dinner. It's so gross. It's so gross. But on the other hand, 
I get where he's coming from. Right, because you're from. the kind of person that doesn't heat up any of your leftovers. Uh, true. That right. has nothing to do with that. That is a lifestyle that I embrace. And I would uh, ask you not to judge that lifestyle because we're talking about frozen food. It's so easy to judge it. <laughs> so easy. It's so, so, so easy. Um, so you've mentioned that you never really have eaten food, frozen dinners out of a oven which is why I wanted to bring up, have you ever had a Stouffer's French bread pizza? Yes. That had to have come from an oven. Toaster oven. That's the same thing, though. Well, it's all coming back to me now. I (laughs) used to eat those all the time. Yeah, see, that's why I'm here. Oh my God, remember those? Here's the thing. I do remember those because Stouffer's is out of Cleveland. Got it. They, so that they was like a, your jam. Yeah, they have a huge, like the huge distribution service there. It's, it's gigantic, and so Stouffer's was everywhere in Cleveland. Like the two big things we would get from them were uh, lasagna, which mm-hmm. was just like in a giant, huge tray. That thing took like two hours to cook. Wow. And then the the French bread pizzas, where they were nice and long, and they had little like pepperoni bits or sausage bits. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. I ate those all the time. They were so good at the time. That's crazy. Yes, exactly. Here's my uh, Stouffer's French bread pizza story. I was uh, a kid and it was one of those things when you're a kid. Here's another interesting thing, which I just thought of now. Frozen food as a kid is one of those things like I can make my own food. It's one of the first times. It really is. Yeah. You're, you're like, I don't really, I don't know how to like cook. I don't know how to use the stove, but I've been taught how to safely use the oven so I can throw in some frozen food. And that's, right. so that's maybe why this, these memories bubble up because it's, it's, a, it's the first food that you're independent with as a kid. Yeah. That makes sense. It's like mom and dad are going on the town for the yes. night and they're like, just make yourself a TV dinner. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Food therapy. So I had made myself a French bread pepperoni pizza, always pepperoni because I didn't care for the sausage. Mm-hmm. And they're big, they're long. And it 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 come out of the oven and it's I'm I'm blowing on it, I'm blowing on it and about to eat it. And at the same time, my brother just walks by and punches me in the head. And the Stouffer's French bread pizza landed on my neck. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Brian, my brother, who listens. Burn, yes. Literally. Literally. Yeah. It was so bad that my parents obviously yelled at him, punished him, grounded him, and then made him give me five dollars. Because it I'm was sure such that was a bad word. I'm you know sure that what? really felt worth it. Let me tell you something. It was like early eighties, five dollars went a long way, so yeah, I kind of want. Oh, that must have hurt really bad. You know, oh. when you burn something with like anything other than water, it just yeah. hurts. So oh, bad. yeah. And just a, a giant Stouffer's French bread pizza Ugh. stuck to my neck. So gross. It was it was rough. So that was my childhood. Wow. Does that explain a lot? I mean, it's a step towards <laughs> learning more, you know, okay. about We're growing. You. We're growing. Um, I'm going to go through a bunch of frozen dinners to hear your thoughts on it. Um, Some I've never had. 
I'm going to, cause, uh, I was by then, you know, by the time you're a teenager, you're like, ah, I can just like, I'm not going to cook anything. I'll just go to get McDonald's or something. But have you, you had to have had hot pockets. Oh yeah. Okay. I never had hot pockets. I hot think, pockets. Yeah. Um, I Did you have a fave? Pockets. I, I lean pepperoni. Okay. So I'm sure I leaned. What were my options? I can't remember because I never had them. Yeah. I probably leaned towards a pepperoni situation. Yeah. Do you remember were Hot Pockets something you were like, hell yeah, I'm eating Hot Pockets. Or was Wait. it like, I got to eat this because there's nothing. Bagel bites were more my jam. <laughs> Bagel but hot bites. pockets, hot pockets took a, a close second. Now, you are a self-professed bagel bites person because you ate it on the podcast. Yes. So yes. you still dig them to this day as a treat. Well, my friends brought over like a giant bag of Tostinos, and so the next time they came over, I bought them a giant thing of bagel bites. So, like, that's not something I would just order for myself. Yes. But it was like. We're going to have a trashy Sunday and drink Bloody Marys all day and eat bagel bites. You had Bloody Mary with your bagel bites? <laughs> yeah. That's, that is like Aren't way I trashy. Great? <laughs> You're Aren't amazing. I great? I'm from Florida. <laughs> that explains everything. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, fun fact, Hot Pockets were not originally called Hot Pockets. What were they called? <laughs> This is the best name ever. And it's a crying shame that they didn't keep this way. They were called chunk stuffers. Okay. I have so many things to say about all of this and I'm just going to let Lindsay, it go. Lindsay, the floor, the floor is no. yours. Please no. talk about chunk stuffers. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't talk about it. But I will say that Hot Pocket is like a euphemism for vagina. And so <laughs> chunk stuffers is like real bad. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I want people to start calling them chunk stuffers. It's real bad. <laughs> I mean, is it any worse than Hot Pockets? Chunk stuffers. First of all, there's like fat shaming in that. Yeah. It's like there's so many levels of wrong to that. Let Let me try one way to persuade you. Ready? Okay. Chunk stuffers. It fits. <laughs> I love it personally. Yeah. But I think that people would have, I think people would riot. It's a, it's a little problematic, but yeah. yes, Hot Pockets were originally <laughs> called Chunk Stuffers. Chunk Stuffers. Chunk Stuffers. See, it, it kind of fits. And here's the thing. It's going to get into your brain and it's going to be earworm. It's already in. Yep. It's already in. People are going to think you're insane and they won't be wrong. Yes. Moving on more with kid stuff. Fish sticks. Ah. Uh. No, no, no. Well, wait, no, now, sure. But what about back then? No. Oh, really? Never, never fish sticks. Never okay, never fish sticks. Wow. I feel like you missed out on a little bit on your childhood with the fish sticks. I have a friend that still makes those sometimes. <laughs> oh. And like sometimes when we do like trashy like chicken nuggets and yeah. like he'll just be like, I just have frozen things. We'll just put things in the oven. So chicken nuggets, fish sticks, fish sticks are so if you have one now, you you will die. <laughs> I agree. I agree. As a kid, they were pretty good. And you're like, hey, I'm eating fish. Look at me. So that is a thing. Right. Um, you think you have like a sophisticated palate. Yes. 
You know what sounds disgusting? And if your friend did this, then there needs to be an intervention. If you're doing your trashy night and you're mixing chicken nuggets with fish sticks together, that sounds horrific. Well, wait, like one bite, one bite, or like in the same night? What do you mean mixing them together? Like, like you're cooking them at the same time and you're throwing them in the same bowl. And you're yeah, like, that's really gross. Yeah, I know. I'm wondering, is that what you were doing? I wasn't doing that because I won't touch the fish sticks. But yes, okay. I think there were people going, I'll have a bite of that and then I'll have a bite of this and then I'll have a bite of that. And it's just not okay. If you had to eat a fish stick, what would you dip it in? Tartar sauce, obviously. Okay. I not a monster. Were, I thought you were going to say ketchup. No. Uh, I don't oh. know. You're from Florida. Tartar sauce. Tartar sauce. Um, we've never talked about tartar sauce. Let's get into it. I don't like it. What is tartar sauce? Is it capers? I think it's got an onion and pickle relish thing going on. What is right? in... Should I look it up? Yes, look it up. Look up what is tartar what sauce. Is, what is tartar? Not embarrassed at all that we're doing a food podcast and we don't know what is in tartar I sauce. I have a feeling it's capers. No, what? we're both right. It's mayonnaise, pickles, capers, and olives. That's what... See, it's the olives Lemon and the juice. Yeah. Lemon juice, dill, and parsley. Yeah. So there's some problems with it. Some yeah, there's some there's some problems with it, but I like it. Okay. I like it because I like the olives. You don't like olives. Yes. Very true. Very true. All right, moving on. We talked hot pockets. Did you go to the I'm lean sorry. pockets? Chunk stuffers. Chunk stuffers. We talked about chunk stuffers. Did you eat the lean pockets? Yeah, I ate everything lean. That's what the 90s and the 2000s were about. <laughs> it really was. Low fat, lean, low fat, lean. Yes. Let's get them lean pockets in. It's not lean hot pockets. Lean It's a yes. lean pocket. Great segue. You have to choose one. Lean cuisine versus healthy choice. Lean cuisine 100% every time. Oh, see, I go healthy choice. They had, lean cuisine had this chicken. That was actually really good that I would eat now. Oh, really? Yeah. Chicken with like a little rice. And it was just like seasoned well. The sauce was good. And I feel like if I had to pick any TV dinner right now and eat it as a human, real person, mm -hmm. that's what I would pick. Interesting. Okay. I would go with a healthy choice. I think there was some sort of like... In the 90s, pasta primavera, chicken pasta primavera thing that I really liked that I mm. ate a lot and thought I was healthy. I didn't think the pastas translated to like... It's... A, the red sauce especially... Yes. ...is always disgusting, but I don't know. The pasta never really was what you wanted it to be. I'm, I'm going to agree, and I'm going to give you a hot take. If you were eating spaghetti as a frozen dinner, you're a bad person. It's just not what you should go for no. in the frozen dinner department. No. And I'm guilty of that. So I include me in that, but you know what? Just make spaghetti. Yeah. It doesn't take that long. It does not take that long. Yeah. Yeah. Spaghetti as a frozen dinner is, is a bad person dinner. Sorry. Yeah. Not sorry. It's okay. I agree. Chunk stuffers. Chunk stuffers. <laughs> Um, kid cuisine. Did you eat something called kid cuisine? I don't think I ever had kid cuisine. Okay. 
I'm assuming it's like the Lunchables version of frozen food. Yes. And I, I had aged out of it, but all I looking it up, they had like, they had like cookies, which is weird that a frozen dinner would have cookies in it, but they were shaped as X's and O's. So you could play tic-tac-toe with them apparently. Oh, cute. Which I'm like, okay, just, just give cookies. Yeah, just give cookies because no one's playing. No one's playing tic tac toe with cookies. That's stupid. No. <sighs> okay, I'm going to take a deep breath. I want you to take a emotional step back before that I bring this up. That I can up. do. Just one, just a half step, even. Okay. Okay. Backing away from the zoom. Backing away from the zoom. Frozen fried mozzarella sticks. I can get down with it. Okay. Okay. I need to explain myself. Please do, because I heard you hate dogs. I like mozzarella sticks, mm-hmm. and I love dogs. You hate dogs. Oh, that's right. I personally, I could eat a million mozzarella sticks. Okay. The problem is being an adult <laughs> and ordering that over so many other amazing dishes. That's the problem. I could eat a mozzarella stick all fucking day. You want to put it in a microwave? You want to put it in the oven? Mm-hmm. Bomb. But getting it at a restaurant, I'm worried. I'm worried as about a, you. I know. It's as an appetizer for a fun thing to share. No. It's not a meal. It's not, And it's not at a fancy restaurant, which you keep lying about. It's at like a mom and pop joint where you're getting some fried mozzarella. You have kids, so it's fine. Oh, thanks. Um, fried mozzarella sticks, shockingly, I would say frozen, basically just as good. If you're like at a thing, I you're can like, imagine, yeah. you know, Fridays has those boxes of frozen yeah. foods. I could imagine that all of those appetizers are exactly the same as if you ordered it at the restaurant. Yeah. Ooh, are we being conned? Yeah. <sighs> That hurts more. What do you think they're doing? You think they're making that stuff in the back? They're putting it in the microwave. It's like you're saying there's no Santa Claus. But it is. There is no Santa Claus. (laughs) There is no Santa Claus. That is correct. There's no Santa Claus in the back of the kitchen making me homemade fresh fried mozzarella sticks. No. There's a sad man that hates his job (laughs) because he has to deliver sad mozzarella sticks to the people So from the microwave. I'm actually doing them a disservice. And when I ask for fried mozzarella sticks, they're like, oh, this fucking guy. Well, everything in the Fridays probably goes through a microwave at some point. Probably. You're probably You know, right. so you're not doing anything different in that restaurant. Yes. So it's the same as being at home, at home almost. Yes. Okay. I would agree with that, except at a mom and pop Italian restaurant. I've said it before and say it again. I think those are real. I think those are delightful. I tend to believe in miracles. I'm sorry you don't. Kirk hates dogs. <laughs> Chunk stuffers. Chunk stuffers. <laughs> oh, okay. That's our that's our next t-shirt. Our, these are chunk stuffers. Oh, just a picture of you and me. Chunk stuffers. Oh, with thumbs up. I love mm-hmm. it. All right. We've, I don't believe, ever talked about these. And I want to hear your honest opinion. Pigs in a blanket. I love pigs in a blanket. Oh, I mean, 
pigs in a blanket. I don't want to call it the best frozen food out there, but it's pretty damn close because it's it's exactly what you want. It's exactly what you're going to get. And we like the mustard sitch. Oh, yeah, exactly. They're n- a frozen pigs in a blanket is not going to be fucked up unless you fuck it up. Like if you uh, burn them, although burnt, burnt pigs in a blanket still are fine. So good. Still good. If you undercook it, that's on you. So it's not on the makers. It's not on the frozen pigs in a blanket. It's on you if you're ruining it because they're always no, going to be good. I'm into that. For Halloween, we made... Um, mummies like we made pigs in a blanket we made them look like little mummies how did you make them look like little mummies we took the dough and we like wrapped it around like a mummy and they were really cute little like pigs in the blanket mummies wait you made homemade ones yeah oh that's impressive yeah it was cute that's very very cute yeah that's that's good stuff i wanted to bring up i brought it up earlier and then neglected to dig into it more Hungry Man Dinners, which are Swanson Dinners. Hungry Man Dinners are just those big-ass trays of food. Um, Have you ever seen or ever had? I have seen them and bought them for, like, people, but I've never eaten one myself. Did you buy it as a joke or did you buy it as, like, this person needs this and likes this? Um... I was just grasping at straws of like, I need to put some TV dinners in the house because I know we need those and I don't know what to get this person so I'm going to throw a bunch of shit in the freezer. Okay. I know the person you're talking about. I got you. I got you. Okay. It's okay. I'm dating someone else now. <laughs> Who's not in the- He wouldn't eat a frozen a hungry dinner. hungry man frozen dinner. No, I don't think he would. I'll okay. ask him though. Ask him because what if he's like- Oh, yeah. Do you have one? He might. And then you're going to be like, fuck. I'll, what like, I'll it, report back. I wonder if it's like a thing where for some reason the guys you date are really into frozen food and it's just a thing that you're attracted to and you don't know it yet. I We better get down to the bottom of you this. You really should before things get real serious. Because, yeah, this could be a thing. I'm going to give you some statistics on one of the most popular Hungry Man frozen dinners, just to blow your mind. So this is the Hungry Man Select Mesquite-flavored classic fried chicken. Uh, The Hungry Man, they're known for their big fried chicken thing. That's that classic one where it's like, even in like the 60s, it had like, you'd see pictures of it. It's like chicken. And then like it had that vegetable medley in Ugh, one corner. I hate that vegetable medley. Yeah, that's it's so fun. It's carrots and peas and it's fucking Ugh, gross. So gross. And then there's like some sort of like potato thing over on the left. Mm. And then in the middle is like a brownie. And then there's Ugh, a big ass fried chicken. Oh, yeah, it's mashed peas. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. So here we go. The Hungry Man selects mesquite flavored classic fried chicken provides us with 1,050 calories. Ah. Uh. 72 grams of fat. Uh, how much Six, sodium? Tell me the sodium. Oh, oh wait a minute. We're, I saved that for last. So 60 grams of carbohydrates, 44 grams of protein, 18 grams of sugar. Oh, and that's and, just in the sauce. Yeah, exactly. And that is sodium is going to be 2060 milligrams of sodium. Honestly, I thought it would be more. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I mean, that's great. It's bad, but I thought it would be more than that. Wow. I mean, also the 72 grams of fat. Oof. 
Oof. And that's, does it say one serving or two on the box? It, I think it's one serving. No, it's two servings. It's got to be two servings. Like I don't know. Legally. It might legally. not. I'll dig and look into it, but I'm pretty sure. Ooh, that's real. Bad. I mean, that is rough. Yeah, that is. That's a that's a tough beat. Um, let's get into something more pleasant then, because I feel this way. I wonder if you do. Frozen burritos just might be your best bet when you're in a pinch. I agree, a hundred percent. Amy's frozen burritos, bomb. Yeah, at Trader Joe's we get the just it's just uh, it's just beans and rice. Yeah, Boom. I've seen those. Those are yeah. great. Yeah. I wonder why that is. I wonder why the burritos, the thing that you're like, you know what? It's going to be fine. It's so easy and simple, maybe, that it just works. Yeah, I think that's it. It's just like, it's like the pigs in the blanket. It's just a couple ingredients, you know, it's, and it's meant to be heated that way. Whereas we've talked about with spaghetti, it's, that's not the way you eat spaghetti. While we're on this subject, I think Trader Joe's is the only acceptable place to get frozen foods. You are forgiven for all your sins. They do a really good job overall with that kind of stuff. Yeah, they really do. They really, really do. They know how to do it. Um, Similarly as well, same with like like chicken tenders. Yeah. Always, always going to be good. Yeah. Always, always going to be good. Yeah. I know we've talked about this, but remind me. What do you dip in your chicken tenders at home in? I prefer first a barbecue sauce Mm -hmm. and then a ketchup if I have to. Shame on you. I take back. You're going to tell me mustard. I demand mustard. (laughs) I buffalo. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, barbecue sauce. Yeah. I want, I want barbecue sauce. Mustard, mustard's definitely second. Um, do you feel. When you're eating chicken nuggets at home, are you like, what am I doing? I don't eat chicken nuggets at home. <laughs> okay. Okay, fancy pants. I eat chicken nuggets with friends and it makes me feel better about eating chicken nuggets. I see what you're saying. Okay. So it's so a lot of this stuff is event stuff. I don't eat this by myself. Yes. That would make me feel sad. That would make me feel sad too. That yeah. would like something has turned in my life. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Or so like take- I need to stop drinking or something, you know? <laughs> Do you drink with frozen foods when you're in these events? Oh, I guess you No, when the you events. come home late and you're drinking, you're drunk and you come home late and you all you have is stuff in the freezer, you're cooking it all. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you just throw it all in there. You're making grilled cheese. <laughs> You're like shoving food, especially if you're high too, forget it. hundred percent, hundred percent. Have you ever in your life eaten a frozen pot pie? Yes. Ooh, thoughts. Okay. Finger to lips. I can get down with it if it's a expensive, nice pot pie. You want a luxury pot pie? Yeah. Oh, why do you think that's going to be better? It's just going to be better. It's just going to be better. It's the same ingredients, though. It's, 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 yeah, but it's how it's prepared and stuff. I mean, I think you could do a pot pie real bad mm-hmm. and it's cold in the middle and you can't get the temperature right and it's like annoying, or you could do it pretty good. And I think, like, if you do it in the oven and you spend a little more money on that pot pie, I think you got something there. Okay. 
Okay, I could see that. I remember distinctly eating a lot of pot pies as a kid. Yeah. Again, it was one of those, going back to it again, it was one of those, I know how to cook now, so I'm going to do take a pot pie that's from the freezer and throw it in the oven. I think same. I think that was on the roster. Yeah, it definitely was. It definitely was one of those things in life where you're like, I'm growing up. Look at me eat a pot pie. Yeah. I haven't had one since a kid. I don't know if I would eat one now. Here's a food that I want to get your thoughts on that seems real weird. And I've had it in one sense and then that's it is soup. Like frozen soup from the like soup from the frozen uh, food aisle. Have you ever done that? I don't think I have. Here's two examples. Really, both are what the fuck. Uh, You can get maybe uh, split pea. Split pea frozen soup. I feel like that's been in my life before. Wow, that seems way weird. I've never seen that. This one I saw and I was like, what are you doing? Is wonton soup. Oh, no. Yeah, no, right? Bad. Yeah, bad. very bad. Shame, shame. Shame. Also, French onion soup. No. Yeah. No, exactly. no, no. Don't do that. I don't tried do it that. once. It's way bad. It's, it's way bad. Also, don't make your own French onion soup. You need oh. to eat that at a restaurant. Agree. Agree. They're going to have the bowl. They're going to have the right cheese and the right bread. That's not something that we could do on our own. No, specifically you and me. Oh, 100%. 100%. But that needs to be restaurant soup. If people are asking, hey, Kirk, do you eat French onion soup? I do. It's a weird thing. I can't explain it. I hate onions, but I like French onions. I love French onion soup. It's way good. And that's the problem. I went and it's like, oh, French onion soup in the frozen aisle. I'm not going to make it myself, so I'll do it. And it's way salty and the yeah. big thing, not enough cheese. Yeah, you need the cheese. You it's all cheese. about the cheese. And you're not going to get that on a frozen food one. Mm-mm. You brought up pizza rolls. Tostinos? Yes. Tostinos. I brought up Tostinos. I've never had a pizza roll in my life. You're not missing a lot. That is wonderful to hear and sad to hear at the same time because I've built it up in my head as something that's, oh, that's got to be good. I prefer a bagel bite. So you're taking the bagel bite over the pizza roll. Yeah, okay. I I've, am. Had a, I've had a bagel bite. I think bagel bites are kind of average. Um, um, Tostinos are fine. They're uh-huh. like, a, they're good. But if I was had to pick one or the other, I'd pick a bagel bite. Okay. Do you dip your pizza rolls? In sauce. No, but I bet people dip them in ranch. Well, those people don't need to be in our lives. Yeah, I agree. Because they're toxic. Yeah. Yeah. You could dip them in a marinara, I bet. That sounds good. Did you dip your bagel bites in a marinara? No, I ate them as they are. How many do you think you could throw down? Oh. Give me, give me. Uh, give me younger, younger Lindsay. How many could you get younger Lindsay throw down? Oh, like 12. <laughs> okay. Give me today, Lindsay. If I had six, I would feel guilty, but okay about it. Okay. Give me today, drunk Lindsay. Eight. Oh, okay. Okay. That sounds right. That sounds But it right. would be a lot. Like it would be like, yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, hey, I'm fucking eating these bad boys. Yeah. And you'd be like, I'm going, you'd get at six and you're like, fuck it, I'm eating two more. 
Yeah. And then the next day, would you be like, what, what, Lindsay, what are you doing? The next day I would be like, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> this is on me. I'm a terrible this person. This is why we keep beans and quinoa in this house only. <laughs> yes. You think you would learn, but we don't. Um, we're going to do one more before we get to some tasting. And I want you to th- give me your thoughts on frozen pizza. Okay. Here we go. I've had good, I've had bad. Yeah. There's a way to do good. There is good frozen pizza. Yes, agree. There is really bad frozen pizza. Yeah. But there is good frozen pizza. Okay, let's take out agree, 100%. Frozen pizza gets a bad rap, undeserved. Undeserved, because let's say you go on a trip with friends or you need something in a pinch or you have people over unexpectedly and you're like, I need to host. Great thing to throw in, cut it into pieces, boom, boom, boom. Yes. Very good in a pinch. Yes, agree. Now, taking out any sort of quote unquote luxury company pizza, rank for me Tombstone, DiGiorno, Tony's, Red Baron. I am not equipped for this. Um, Have you had any of those? Yeah, but I don't know like which one's which. Oh my God. Okay, you can't tell me the difference between a tombstone and a DiGiorno? No. What? I just know DiGiorno is what's for dinner. Isn't that their slogan? Oh. DiGiorno's the one that like, quote unquote, rises. That it rises up. I don't know. You know Tombstone. Don't act like you don't. You've had Tombstone pizza. I'm sure I have, but I'm sure I've had all of those, and I don't know which one is which. <sighs> okay. Sorry. Chunk stuffers. Chunk uh, stuffers. So I will do this on my own. Uh, full disclosure, I've never had Red Baron. I thought you might have. Never had Red Baron. I feel like I've had Red Baron. <laughs> In some sort of fugue drunken state. Yeah. Like You've it's the only Red thing Baron. we've got. We're at a 7-Eleven and this is the option. Let's get it. But also you're having it and you're like, this Red Baron's not bad. You're like, it's not nothing's, bad. When you're eating a frozen pizza with a few drinks in you, yeah. nothing's bad. Nothing's bad. Nothing's bad. I'm going to go ahead and say... Tombstone is the best frozen pizza. All right. Because it knows what it is. Right. It It, doesn't try to be anything else. It knows thyself, and that's very important in life. Now, do you do just a cheese or do you do a pepperoni? Got to do a pepperoni, right? I'd probably do a pepperoni. I definitely would not do any sort of supreme with any sort of vegetable one in it. No, I usually just get either a cheese or a pepperoni. Agree. Don't get a don't no. get a frozen pizza with veggies or trying to be fancy. It's not going to. No, work. no, no, no. Nope. Agree. It's got to be cheese. Got to be pepperoni. Uh, Tony's would be next. I'm going to say Tony's is second. It's, I've had Tony's, but I don't remember. What it's a lesser tombstone. Okay. It's a lesser tombstone. Uh, DiGiorno is the thing that tries to be all fancy, and you're like, don't try to be fancy. Your frozen pizza. You know who you are. Stop trying to So comment. you don't like DiGiorno? No, I don't like DiGiorno. Okay. I'm not here for it. I'm here for the All tombstone. Right. If someone's like, hey, let's get frozen pizza, what do you want? I was like, let's get a tombstone. And I would I would I would fight against the DiGiorno. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. So that's why Tony's is second. 
Red Baron, I'm putting last just because it's called Red Baron. You just don't like the name of it. I don't like the name of it. I haven't had it, but do I want to eat a pizza that's, I mean, listen, you got Tombstone Pizza. Did you or no, Tony's, Red Baron? Yeah. I wonder where they got their name from. Yeah. It does not evoke a uh, need to eat it. I hear you. Yes. I still can't believe that you don't know the difference between the three. Sorry. Chunk stuffers. Chunk stuffers. You know, sometimes when there's like a Karen on TV or you see like a Karen strikes again, Mm -hmm. I get stuck in my head. White people. (laughs) (laughs) I do. That's good. Oh, that's good. That's good. I still like chunk stuffers better. Yeah. And that's going to be in my head forever. But uh, I applaud you on that. All right. Now it's time for How's It Taste? How's It Taste? This is the part of the show where we surprise each other with a food based on the theme of today's show to see if we like it. Since today's episode is all about frozen food, that's what we'll be trying. Though it's going to be way, way different this time because I'm just doing it today. Uh, I got the frozen food. Yeah. I didn't choose it. Uh, my daughter and my wife wanted to play along and they're like, they were, they had to go get some snacks cause we went on a road trip and they were like, Hey, while we're there, do you want us to get a frozen dinner for the show? And I was like, Oh yeah. And they're like, let's just get you something. We're not going to tell you what it is. That's so fun. But you're going to eat it. So it's been in the oven, which was, uh, the thing that dinged uh, a little bit ago. And I don't know what's in there. That's so fun. I, I love this. No idea. So Ooh, can I'm I take to, a guess? Oh, yes, take a guess. This is gonna be fun. I think that they're gonna make you eat something like gross, like a shepherd's pie <laughs> or like something with like beans, like something really meaty and hearty. Are you saying that because you are assuming rightfully that uh the women in my life hate me? Yes. <laughs> yeah, solid. Solid. Cool. I did say make it something that's something that I would eat. Otherwise, we're just wasting money. And they said, okay, well, that makes sense. Okay. All, All right. right. Well, let's see what they let's got. Let's see what it is. I'm stepping away as we speak. We will continue He's stepping on. Away, I'm walking ladies and gents. into the kitchen. I still don't know what this is. Oh, my God. I hate them. What oh, is it? I knew it. I love them. daughter and my wife suck. I love them. What is it? Get out of here. It's a hungry uh, man. I literally beer said to them. battered chicken. I literally said to them, get me something that I can eat. That's gross. They got hungry me hungry man. Beer battered chicken. That is gorgeous. Battered white meat chicken strips, shaped patties. So they're shaped. Ew. With, with mashed potatoes, mixed vegetables, and a brownie. It has those mixed vegetables in it. They suck. That we said we hated. So bad. That's so gross. I love it. So this one is one serving. That that other one, that big hungry man, this is one serving. How many calories is it? 750. And how many grams of um, fat? 38. Yeah, it's one serving. So that other one may have been two servings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cholesterol, 85 milligrams. Sodium, uh, 1,480 milligrams. Wow. That's why I was surprised that the sodium was yeah. lower. In that Total one. sugar, 
18 grams. Ugh. Um, so yeah. Beer it, battered it's, chicken. It's, it's, author, it's golden beer battered chicken, which I don't eat fried chicken. They know because it gives me a stomach ache, ladies. They're so mean. They're so fucking mean to me. Jesus Christ. Well, the good news is it was probably $1.99. Probably. The bad news is I didn't eat lunch because I've saved it for this. Oh, no. <laughs> and I, to make matters worse, I went out and got uh, turkey meatball soup for both of them for lunch. Ooh, and this is how they were paying me. This is mean. But you were stupid for not getting yourself some that you could have eaten at any other time. But when I say, wait, what? You could have gotten yourself soup and just eaten it at another time. But no, I needed to eat it for the show. Otherwise, I wouldn't be hungry. I'm just saying you would have had a backup if you weren't smart about it and got your own meatball soup. You're on their side, so you be quiet. Yeah, they like dogs. <laughs> also, it has savory mashed potatoes. Fun fact, they don't really care about mashed potatoes. Gross. Um, and then, it ha- and then it has a rich chocolate brownie. Gross. Here's the big selling point, which makes me laugh because it's like for men, because it's hungry man. It's got they're like 28 grams of protein. It's like yeah, and there's also plastic in it that I'm going to be eating with the protein. Yes. All right. So I'm going to go eat it. I have the box. I'm really mad. I'm going to walk into the oven, get this hungry man. Garbage. I can't believe I had This is why I didn't participate. I didn't. I knew. Oh, it looks so sad. I'm so happy about this. This really sucks. I can't wait to see you eat that. Now, you you have to take a bite of every single thing. Can you? There there, there it is. Oh, it's so gross. It's so sad. It's Kirk, so, so I want sad. you to take a bite of every single thing. Are you my mom? Yes, <sighs> I want you to have a little chicken, have a little mashed potatoes, <laughs> have a little vegetable, and don't forget your brownie. No brownie till I eat everything here. Oh, this is a nightmare. Eat everything on your plate. Okay. So the veggie is... Um, Corn, carrots, and green beans, and I fucking hate green beans. Oh, I love green beans, but not uh, green, that. Green not beans that. are worse. So I'm gonna eat the corn and and a carrot. You know how I describe the taste? Watery. Yeah, it's so gross. It's, it's not watery. It's water. It's, it's water. just water. It's so gross. All right. There's a skin on the mashed potatoes. Ooh, fancy. So that's some tater skin. <laughs> oh my God. God my it's like hanging off. It like, is. Like my... flabby arm skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my family hates I me. love your wife so much right now. <laughs> Can you tell her she's my hero? How are those mashed potatoes? The veggies are better. <sighs> wow. So water. Water's your thing. Water's my thing. That's way bad. All right, now I'm going to eat... Wait, what did the mashed potatoes taste like? Like, like, <clears throat> like none, like no flavored potatoes. Ew, it's so gross. So it's mashed. They also, it also looks really sad. There's the chicken. The chicken looks like the most normal yeah. part of it so far. How is it? I bet it's fine if you, if you smother it in barbecue sauce. I would probably have to smother it in barbecue sauce, but it's like, it's spongy. 
It's yeah. It's spongy. Yeah. It's spongy and has essence of crisp. Oh god damn it. This is my favorite day. This is so fucking I I mean literally, literally I said to them, Yeah, go ahead and do it. Just hey, you know, get something that I'll eat. Yeah. You know, that I'd like. Because I'm hungry know. and I want to have lunch. They know I don't like mashed potatoes. They know I don't like green beans. They know I don't eat fried chicken to start with. And they went ahead and said, fuck you, Pinchon. You're eating all of it. I love them. All right. So here is. Here's Who the do you think of- hates you more, your wife or your daughter? Oh, my daughter. Okay. So huh? she picked this. 100%. This, picked- is, this is all Lily. Yeah. Okay. Here's the brownie. I'm kind of excited about it. It's going to be scalding, I bet huh? That's going to be good. It's going to be um, chewy and it's going to be hard. Spot all at on, the same Lindsay. time. It's going to be chewy and hard all yep. at the same time. Yep. Right? Yep. You just nailed it. That's exactly yeah. what it was. It's um, both. It's an anomaly. It's both yeah. chewy and both hard. So it's not tasty. It's just kind of fascinating. Yeah. It's like a science experiment. Yeah, it really is. You're like, how did you... How does it stay soft and hard at the same time? That's a question for many people. Yeah, I want to get more into that, actually. <laughs> Chunk now, stuffers. Kurt, <laughs> I want you to think about something right now. We're going to go uh, into food therapy. Uh, thank God, so I don't have to eat this anymore. There are millions and millions and millions of people that eat those every day, not because they have to, because they want to. Which is... Kind of disheartening. And kind of amazing. Kind of amazing. Like these are popular. Um, yeah. And if you want to eat them, hey, you live your life and do it. But I certainly did not. You know what I thought you were going to say? Mm. I thought you were going to be a little more supportive of me and go, hey, you know, Kirk, there are millions and millions of other women out there. That like no. if it's not working out. No, because I know your daughter did that and I love her. Are you kidding? Oh, this I love that they did that to you. I think it's great. Literally, like just also because it wasn't like I didn't say surprise me. I gave specific instructions and they went right. Yeah, yeah, no, sure. Got it. Got it. They got it. They mm-hmm. definitely got it. And I got it. I got it right in the chunk stuffer. Uh, and now it's time for what you eat. We're going to close out the show as we do every show with a food recommendation. Anything that you're currently obsessing over or can recommend based on today's theme. Uh, go ahead. I know you have one. I have a good one too, but uh, let's, let's start with you. So I, in the pasta episode, did like a chickpea pasta. Yes. And the other day, and I like chicken sausage. I usually keep like chicken sausage in the house as like a protein. Mm -hmm. And so the other day I made the chickpeas uh, pasta with the chicken sausage. And then I bought um, these meatless meatballs frozen. Uh, Hold on. I'm here for it. Everything you're saying so far I like. This is good stuff. Gardein. Gardein, G-A-R-D-E-I-N. Mm-hmm. They're uh, classic meatless meatballs. And I just plopped them right in the sauce. And it was great. Place what? frozen meatless meatballs in lightly simmering sauce for 15 to 20 minutes. And then they were ready to go and they were delicious. They weren't, because sometimes when you're getting meatless uh, meatballs, they're kind of spongy. They were a little spongy. Mm-hmm. But if you cook them in the sauce... I think that helps. Yeah. 
Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. But I liked it. They were really good. As in you'll, you, you continue to get? I'm going to eat these again and give it another go, but I think I'll continue to keep these. All right. There you go. Keep them around. Yeah. That's one of those keep arounds because you're like, let me just throw it in this stew, this soup, right. this pasta. I keep like uh, veggie burgers in the freezer. I keep, I'm going to keep these veggie meatballs. I keep um, turkey burgers in the freezer just in case you need to like throw them into like veggies or something, yes. you know? It's, it's all for the zhuzhing. You're zhuzhing it up. You know I love a good zhuzh. You are the queen of the zhuzh. And I applaud you for it. Also, one more thing. If you want to try frozen mango, the best way to do it is Trader Joe's. Agree. They have Fro the best mango. Everyone else, every other supermarket, it's not as good. The mango's mm -hmm. not as ripe. You want to get Trader Joe's. Yeah. Frozen, frozen mango at Trader Joe's is good. Don't eat it as a dessert. Eat it as a snack and have dessert for dessert. Says Lindsay, not me. That's what she just said. Kirk hates dogs. <laughs> My recommendation is also from Trader Joe's, and it is Palik Paneer. Mm -hmm. Trader Joe's has really good uh, Indian food in they their do. frozen section. You're just like, whoa. And Palik Paneer, it's their, it's for those who don't know, it's, it's spinach and chunks of cheese in it. It's very, very good if yeah. you get it at an Indian restaurant. And it's one of those things where one years ago, one day I was like, I got I got to get something. I just, just got to grab it. So I was like, I'll just do this. It'll be fine, whatever. And it's more than, it's one of those rare frozen dishes, which we said early on, we were like, oh yeah, it's, it's actually pretty good. It's fine. This is actually legit. We get it on the regular. Yeah, it's good. They have really good like spanakota, spanakata. Spanakapita. Yeah, they have good... Um, like in their frozen section, all those little like appetizers, they do a good job. Yeah, Trader Joe's frozen food aisle in general for uh, foods from other countries, really good. Yeah, I agree. Really good. And it's also good if you're like, especially if you're interested, you're like, well, I've never had Indian food. And yeah. like, you can just do this as kind of a, a taste tester because you just get a little frozen palik paneer. They have also have chicken tikka masala. Mm -hmm. um, they also have naan in the bread section. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, really? Well, I guess you're not trade Joe's, huh? So, uh, but yeah, frozen palik paneer from Trader Joe's. Highly recommend it. Lindsay, I'm throwing this trash away. Throw it away. I, 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 I can't eat I should. Oh, I wish I could make my daughter eat it. You should make her eat it. I can't make her do anything. Yeah, she's in charge. She is in charge, which is the story of my life. And that's our show. You can find Food Fight anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like our show, please subscribe, please share, please tell your friends, and please leave us a review. Whether you use Apple Podcasts to listen to us or you don't, but you do have an Apple ID and it's convenient for you to do so, please go give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you like even more food content, go ahead and follow our Yummy page on Facebook as well as Yummy on Instagram. That's where we do all our polls and you have a question comment or just want to tell us how wrong we are maybe a three for three where Lindsay gets shamed about her not liking the oatmeal raisin cookies that would be nice send us an email at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air thanks for li listening I'm so upset about eating all this crappy food that I'm going to leave you with this chunk stuffers chunk stuffers <laughs>